Well, the rumour is it's going to be an underground triathlon race where they stop halfway, get out, cycle, swim. <laughs> See, they listen to the pod, I told you! <laughs> Welcome back, Pit Stop, it's episode 3 of season 3, it's Jake and Fab, hang on. 2024. Hang on, Whoa, 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 whoa. We what? said we haven't started season 3 yet. We haven't. Technically, it's still the end of season 2. There we two. go, okay, roll it back a little but bit. But nah, I'm still counting it as season 3. Fuck it, it's a new year, it's a new me. You know, we've both been embracing new slippers sort of lifestyle. Slippers are on. <laughs> yeah, the slippers are on, mate, they are. Ladies and gents, welcome back to Pit Stop. I do want to clear one thing up, right, before we go anywhere near this pod. Go on, clear it up. It appears that we've ruffled a few feathers <laughs> in the appear. Formula One community. Now, last week, I believe we we released our predictions. We did for the season ahead. Uh huh. We gave our we gave loads of stuff. Our constructors, our top ten, like loads of other clips, which will be coming out over next week. But one clip in particular, which <laughs> seemed to have done the rounds on the the likes of Instagram and TikTok, was our top ten constructors predictions. Yeah. Now. Can you remind the people at home who we predicted to come first? We both predicted McLaren to win. We did indeed. And I can understand why a lot of people are like, why McLaren? They haven't won in ages. I truly still right now believe McLaren can win. I mean, I'll justify it. I, I think it is justified as well. Don't get me wrong. If Max wins every race, then Red Bull will win but I might as well speak it into existence what I want to happen. Listen, it's an unpredictable sport. I know it's been very predictable these last few years, all right, but F1 is an unpredictable sport. Mm. We've seen the hype from McLaren's like online social media posting. I've bought into that. And I'm fully on for the the first time (laughs) in my life. I'm on the McLaren hype train. Now, I do want to read some comments. I'm going to quote some comments. A few comments, yeah, that were left on on our Instagram reel. First one. I admire your confidence in McLaren, but I don't think anyone is overtaking Red Bull in development. Fair comment, I guess. Fair comment. We know Red Bull started developing last year. We know that. Another comment. These guys actually know nothing. Tell me something. I don't know. <laughs> we already knew that. That's, that's, the whole, that's the whole gag about pit stopper, right? It's old news, okay? You should have said that two years ago. Third comment, which really tickled me. Okay, I believe McLaren can be good, but you guys are on some good weed. Now, that got 3,600 <laughs> likes, okay? That's Who a lot fuck? of likes. That's a lot of likes. Don't, that's just, it's just harsh. It's just, there was no need for that. It's nasty, really, isn't it? No, I get it, right? I get it, okay? We're the guys on the internet in the Formula One world who, you know, everyone likes to take the mick. We're the stupid ones. We don't know nothing. <laughs> rah, da, 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 da. However, all right, there's a couple of lads in this same space as us. A couple of lads we know very well, very dear to our heart. Mm. Those lads go by the name of Matt and Tommy. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now I know, all right, a little bit of insider information go on. about their predictions for the year ahead. And what I will say right now is that Matt Gallagher from P1 also believes that McLaren are going to win the World Drivers' Championship. Well, thank you. There we go. Let's have a clap for us and Matt. I can't wait for them to wear that clip. They can take all the shit. In th- mate, but they won't. That's they the won't, thing. No. Because these guys, these guys are, you know, they know everything about Formula One. You know, they're very well respected in the space. However, they can make a, an assumption or a claim like that. And, and I, I bet they don't get any hate for it. I think it makes sense. I genuinely believe if McLaren have a car that Lando and Oscar will pick up more points than Max and Perez. Max pretty much won the championship on his own last year. Oh, yeah. The only way... 
that Red Bull don't win the championship is if Max doesn't win every race. So there is a, it does go both ways, really. We're banking on Max not to win every race. So what are you, I do think, right? So do you think Checo is as over Christmas, you know, he's had a few tequilas around the table, a bit of turkey. Do you think he's like reflected on last year and he's going in with a different mindset? And do you think maybe he can step it up in 2024 or do you think he's gone? No, I like Checo. I think he's a good driver. There's no doubt he is a good driver. He's great at street circuits, but I don't think the team is built for him at all. Like, do you know what? We know that the car's pretty much built for Max. Everything's pretty much built for Max. I just think it's, it's not Perez's team. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. I think, you know, you can be a good driver. You can be. But Formula One's not all about being the greatest driver. You have to be mentally strong. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to be able to have a, a shit couple of races and come back stronger. And that's not what happened with Checo last year. I feel like he, he took yeah. a hit and then it just went... He struggled, didn't he? He struggled. It wasn't just the World Drivers... The World Championship... I called it World Drivers Championship. Everyone come me for that as well. It was Constructors. But yeah, when we did our... We obviously said Max will win. We both think Max will win the... Well, no, you think Fernando Alonso is going to win. I know Fernando Alonso Yeah, but... I said Max is going to win the actual championship. Some guy on on Twitter, TikTok is going mad at me, like for my prediction about um, Lando coming second. So I was like, "All right, Steve, comment down your top ten, and we'll oh, see who's Steve. closer at the end yeah. of the year." No, wasn't it Sean? No, it was Steve, wasn't it? The geezer said Lewis Hamilton's going to win the World Drivers Championship. Now, come on! Who knew that there was Formula One experts on TikTok? He said he's been watching for four decades, and he thinks Lewis Hamilton is going to win next year. Now. Lewis is great, don't get me wrong, seven championships, but it's the car, isn't it? Well, do, we, do we think Mercedes are going to have a car? Listen, Steve, all right, maybe you should start your own pod. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Though? Or just look, go look, outside. Look, yeah, go outside. Just go outside. Go breathe some fresh air. No, look, <laughs> Who listen. are the people there? Who are the people that write these comments? Like, the majority of people that watch videos and enjoy them never comment like do you ever comment on a video you like no never no never people only comment if they hate it but that's why the internet is so skewed because it's so crazy because if you do something online right you know you, and and you, there'll be the trolls they call them the trolls don't they yeah. they'll they'll be the ones who leave all the bad comments but you know often a lot of people who don't think that they won't comment anything nice they just don't they don't bother commenting so it looks like everyone's against you, but I know for a fact, you know, there are some people out there who agree with us. I know it. Yeah, there is. And I'm not holding back this year because I want to give my opinions and speak what I truly believe. I don't care whether we get shit online. I feel like for the first couple of years, we've been very careful. <laughs> well, I feel like that's what people but expect now, from us. But now I'm not doing it. I'm just saying what I think. I think that's what people expect from us, to be honest. We, we I are did those say guys. that Steve is pointless, but I do have an article, actually, which I could probably bring up and we could go through it straight away. Toto Wolf has said that he believes that this is the first time the Mercedes can be called an actual car in the last two years. He, so could Mercedes... They're very quiet, aren't so what they? they've called it before? Well, I don't know. Uh-huh. But basically, Toto Wolff says that this year, going into the season, they're feeling quietly confident. Okay. Mercedes are a very quiet All team, right. I think. You don't really know what they're doing. You don't really know what they're up to. Mm. And I mean, if they want to keep Hamilton happy, they're going to have to have a car. 
What do I think? I think that, look, if anyone's going to bring a team out of the dirt, it's going to be Toto Wolf. It's going to be the amazing team at Mercedes. Not that we know anyone from Mercedes because our time getting into Formula One has been when they, when they have been struggling. Yeah, so yeah, like true. We have, we have had relationships with teams and been able to talk to, to teams and stuff, but Mercedes has always been that one. We said it before, you just don't, <laughs> they've never- <laughs> They're ghosting us. They don't want to talk to us, which is fine. They're knuckling down, they're getting the work done. And I hope 2024 they can bring something a bit, of, a bit of spice to the to the grid, you know? Mm. Well, it's I'm deserved. glad we actually said at the last episode that we, this episode was going to be predictions from other people. So we'll have to bring that back later on. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff to clear up in this episode. There's a few things we'd missed in the last couple of weeks and stuff that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Like starting off with Lando Norris re-signing with McLaren, a new contract. There we go. It is done. The deal is done. I think I like this little life. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of that promo, to be fair. But no, it's cool. It's very cool. He seems. He obviously seems to believe that he's his best chances with McLaren. Did you so. watch the full interview? No. I watched the full interview. Amazing. He seems so level-headed. And I think his answers are so, so pure. And they make sense. Because he's asked. He speaks about being offered a Red Bull seat and stuff Ru- like that. Rumour has it, Zach Brown behind the camera with fucking... With <laughs> Holding up a sign. <laughs> he's like reading an auto cue. There's Brown behind saying, fucking say this. <laughs> pretty much. No, Lando, he said something really important. He said that, look, I wouldn't want to go to Red Bull because he, obviously he's been building a legacy at McLaren. He wants to take McLaren to the next level. And but, they gave him that chance from, from when he was a kid. you know. Yeah, they did. But he also goes on to say how it's very hard for anyone to take that other Red Bull seat because the team is so towards Max that you're probably never going to really be able to get to his level, which means you're always second best. But that's because there's not the right person yet. And I will, I will say this confidently, right? Because Lando has always been that guy with McLaren. But then we've seen Oscar come in Mm. you know like that up inside all of a sudden and now there's a bit of something going on and there is a good chance if Oscar is really really good this year there's a chance that maybe you know there isn't a, a first and second driver and it might change so all it takes is for someone else to be really good to go to Red Bull mm. they're not done but that person hasn't come along I yet think a apart lot from Fernando are, Alonso yeah I think people are scared of that Red Bull seat though I mean Lando's asked if he's scared of the Red Bull seat in the interview and he says no. He says, but it, w- it is just a hard seat for anyone to take. And yeah. I do completely agree with that. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Perez. I've just seen your laptop screen, mate. Yeah. And it's about, it's also about Charles Leclerc yeah, renewing his Charles contract. Leclerc. I've got a few notes here. I would like to dive into it, if you don't mind. All right, then. Because, Top of the diving board, off you go. Because a few people Pirouette. have renewed their contracts recently, Leclerc being one of them. Now, as we all know, so he's extended it until 2028. Yeah. Uh, his last contract with Ferrari saw him bank 18.9 million per year. Pounds. In wages. Pounds, right? 25 million euros. Yep. That's 1.5 million a month. That's enough money, isn't it? That's nearly 400,000 pounds a week. That's enough. Or 56,000 pounds a day. That's a fucking ridiculous amount of money. There's, there's people in this world who couldn't wish to earn 56,000 pounds over the course of like five years. I know. You know, which is, quite, is, which is, is nuts, really. Mm. Clearly, you know, a very talented driver. It's hard to get the spot here is what it is. His new contract will see him take home even more than that. Yeah, double, isn't it? Rumour has it, not quite double, but he'll be earning £23.6 million pounds a year mm-hmm. with his new contract with Ferrari. And that's said to basically increase 
incrementally every year with that bonuses, he's with Ferrari. So no, with bonuses even more, which is absolutely. Where mental. did you get a copy of this contract? <laughs> Where's this? How have you got these figures? Well, I, I did what a little did you bit do? of Fab, Fab, Fab's dodgy websites. I must admit. Oh, I've got loads of dodgy websites loaded up here. Jake's dodgy websites today. So this guarantees him at least 118 million by the time his contract is up in 2028, without counting any race win bonuses or anything like that. That's there's also a rumor. Okay, I've already spoken about that. Let's get my notes correct. <laughs> However, he can dip out from twenty to, at the end of twenty twenty six onwards. If he if he gets to a point at the end of twenty twenty six where basically he hasn't won a championship with Ferrari, mm -hmm. he is allowed. There's a, a, a break clause in yep. his contract where he's allowed to leave. So my question to you is: Do you think that he could achieve a, a world title with Ferrari by the end of twenty twenty six? And if not, where do you think he could go? Who would possibly have him? And he could win. It's tough because Charles Leclerc is without doubt one of the quickest drivers on the grid. Like he's all, he goes pole in qualifying all the time. I think that's why qualifying is so amazing because that's the chance to see who is actually the quickest. And he gets to do it in a car that isn't the quickest car. He was he was going pole in the Ferrari and that when it wasn't the quickest car. There's no doubt he's one of the best drivers. I. And it's even like when we're doing our predictions, it's, it's hard to not put the Ferrari guys higher, but you're just solely going off last year and little bits and bobs and guessing. I think he will stay at Ferrari and I think we'll get to it later on, but I think Oli Berman will be his teammate long run. Well, but there's just been some news about Oli Berman. I know we'll we've got a lot to talk about today, but yeah, I know he's got break clauses in his contract. Mm. He won't be the only driver with, with that though. And there'll be something before three years as well. Like if Ferrari don't get like top four in the World Drivers Champ in the Constructors Championship, like he'll be able to leave. You know There'll be loads of clauses like that. Do you know what's really funny though? Is like you know you you could offer like you know pretty much anyone in the world if you said to them that we're going to pay you twenty three million pound a year to drive a, a, a race car, yeah. you know, have the fame, have the fortune, have the fans, everything else. A lot of most people, I'd say, in the world would be happy with not winning a, a drivers' championship and having that money. But it's funny because these guys, it, that ain't it. I guarantee, if you said to Charles Leclerc, "We're not going to pay you fucking anything mm -hmm. next year," but guarantee that you win, I think he would take 100 percent. Look at F2, the whole grid. Not one F2 driver gets paid to race. Isn't that funny? And it's the same thing. They're battling to try and get an F1. They're not even being paid to race. It's mad Their to families me. Families are going into debt. It's mad to, to me that, that the, the level just before F1, you don't get paid. I know, it's crazy. They have to book all their own flights, their own hotels, pay for their own food, everything. You, you are right. I mean, any, anyone would accept that amount of money to race. But I mean, he's being paid that much money because he is that good. Yeah. And there's more to it with Leclerc. Like, he's an amazing brand figure. Yeah. Like, especially, he shouts Ferrari. Incredibly he? handsome. Like, you know, got a great style. He's, yeah. a, he's a great poster guy for the sport, for Ferrari. You but know, where does this leave signs? Where does it leave signs, mate? In muddy waters, I think, I would say. Audi. According to the latest rumours, Carlos Sainz is Audi's number one choice when they come into the sport. In 2026. Now, this is because Carlos Sainz's dad obviously has strong links with Audi because he Obviously. Raced. Yeah, he? I mean, obviously. <laughs> you knew that, right? I'm sorry, hang on. I'm, I'm on Google here. <laughs> I'm on Google, so you're going to have to bear with me. But basically, Carlos Sainz Sr. has strong links 
with Audi, as we know from the Dakar rally. I say as we know. Dakar. I've never, don't Dakar. Even know what that is. Oh, Dakar, Dakar rally. Shame, <laughs> the Dakar shame. rally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> from Oxford. Dakar so basically, rally. Because of this, and the other day, Audi, their official Instagram, spend a level, live a lot, replied to Carlos's son's comment. Are we talking about the supermarket or are we talking about the car brand? This is the car brand. Oh, okay. Mate, I think that could be a serious thing there. I I, could, do you know what? I love little things like I that. I could see that being... It's just a rumour. Do you know what's hilarious? We have to talk about rumours. It's hilarious because everyone will see, like, Audi have commented on Carlos Sainz's post, like, as if it's the whole of fucking Audi. That's like, yep, yeah, we're... I know, the CEO I know. of Audi's like, yep, <laughs> comment the fucking thing. It's just their social media little It'll be nerd. one you know? person so who's like, like, straight out of uni. 18-year-old, like, account. intern. Like, yeah. oh, I'll just write a tweet or something. That's so true. And the whole... <laughs> that's so true. I love that. I love the it. The power that... That is actually crazy to think. Yeah, because I, and I think this because I saw McLaren. I saw I won't name any names, but um, someone from TikTok, uh, like a Instagram, uh, sorry, TikTok creator for Formula One, received like a package from McLaren mm. or some goodies, and McLaren commented on it saying like, oh, "I hope you love it," you know, from the official McLaren yeah, account. Yeah. And I thought that's dope. And then I thought, hang on, that's not fucking Zach Brown thinking, no. yeah, you know, write the comment. It's like, <laughs> it, yeah, it's the young lad or the young girl who's who's just got a job for five pounds now. Yeah, just. Amazing power at their fingertips, you know? Yeah. Crazy. It's very, very interesting, mate. The power we have, we go and put the clips like we do out. And we cause great conversation. We ruffle some feathers, mate. Alonso has come out and made some comments because he's been testing the new Aston Martin F1 car Mm. in the simulator. Okay. So um, he basically, I think a video came out on YouTube. I haven't watched it. But in the YouTube video, Alonso, he basically said, let me get it up here. I think, well, I won't get the comments up. He basically said, you know, the car felt quite heavy in the corners, which is not really something you want to hear when you've just developed a new car. You don't want to hear like your number one driver saying it feels heavy. So I took it upon myself to message, you know, a very important person of the team to find out some sneak information. So if Fernando Alonso says a car's heavy, who would be the best person to possibly message? Probably his number one lead mechanic, Mikey Brown. Great choice. So I messaged Mikey, you know, about 10 minutes (laughs) ago. Hang on. Last time you said you spoke to Mikey and it was breaking news, he said, get in there, mate. So is this actually good? No, it's not. I, oh. I said, I said, Mikey, can you can you speak on the matter? Can you give me any like comments about what he said? He said, did Alonso say that? <laughs> he didn't even know. I said, yeah, he did. Can can you say anything? And he said, no. Oh, so everything's under wraps. Who knows what's going on with the? Well, I'm glad Martin. you brought that one up then. Yeah, I just thought I'd like tease everyone for a little bit, you know, like a cliffhanger. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> but mate, I was scrolling through. Um, I was scrolling through Instagram last night and I came across some posts, which I found really interesting. It was a carousel post and the front page of the post said F1 facts that sound fake, but are actually true. Okay. So I've got some F1 facts here. They sound outrageous, but it's actually legit. I'm going to read them off to you. I want to see your reaction. The first one was at the 2020, sorry, let me start again. At the 2020 Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, Carlos Sainz scored McLaren's 555th point five thousandth point. He was driving the car number 55. The Yasmarina circuit has a length of 5.55 kilometers and it has 55 laps. Well, would you look at that? Mate? What the fuck? That is crazy. That's really weird. We are living in some weird universe though. This yeah, is... you believe we're in a simulation. Uh, no, I... 
it's a conversation for another day because I could speak about it for hours. Hours. But I truly believe we're in a game. I used to think that a lot. Like, uh, like we are being controlled by an alter, by someone else. I, I, I truly am there now. I, my theories on it are crazy. And I I'd love to talk about it. I don't know if we per se are being controlled. I liken it to The Sims, but on like an elevated version. So you know how we control The Sims and get them to do stuff? Yeah. I feel like we're just like that. However, it's a more advanced version where the characters actually think for themselves. You know, like on The Sims, how if you level up certain stats, yeah. It, yeah. If you do certain things in your day, your, your, your character does certain things, you level up, that will lead to you then getting other things Skibber in other places. Yeah. Woohoo is all I used to do. I didn't know you spoke Somalian. Yeah, mate. A little bit. You never told me that. I believe if you level up your life in certain areas, stuff comes in others. That's where I'm at. Yeah. And I think that's likened to a game. But then it's almost like, you know, then there's the other side of things, the law of attraction, where like you put yourself out there and you you kind of make yourself, you know, if you if you're the kind of your pheromones out. Yeah. Is that the right word? Not quite, but I know what you mean. If you're the kind of person who never really puts himself out there, and I have been a culprit of this. I have been someone who has wanted to achieve quite a lot in my life, but as always, you know, you you're kind of afraid to take that next step and really put yourself out there. Um, but then as soon as you start doing it, it's like a knock-on effect. Like just through doing pit stop, you know, as everyone knows, my background is music. Through doing something which has nothing to do with music, I've met more like-minded musician yeah, people yeah. in the last year than I ever have in my whole entire life. So something to be said for that. Yeah, the universe is always working, isn't it, I think? Exactly. The universe never sleeps. Give me another fact. Blow my mind. The last time that Max Verstappen finished a race outside of the top 10 was at the 2016 Belgium Grand Prix. That was almost eight years ago. Blah, eight, 2016 was eight years ago. Now, to you and me, that means something. But to someone who's been watching the sport since 2016, that must, that must be crazy. That's a long time, mate. Just hearing the years scares me now. I seriously remember being in school right in 2005 on the corner of the paper. And I cannot believe. Oh, God, yeah, me too. And writing like two, when you used to so write the date, been, what, year five? 2002, we would have been year, year five, I think. 2024 we're in. Yeah. What has happened? But we're only 27, 28. We're like, we'll think about when we're 50 and it's going to be like, you know, 20, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Who knows? We probably still won't know anything about F1 then. Probably not. Next one. At the 1997 Spanish Grand Prix, the drivers in first, second and third place registered the exact same lap time in qualifying. I think we've seen this before. And how's that? And there's a way they do it then, isn't there? You got Jacques Villeneuve first. With it's a... whoever does it first, isn't it? Is it? We'll get the we'll get the position before it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's happened this year. It happened. It happened this year. It did it? It's happened, yeah, it happened this year twice, didn't it? Two people got the same time. I can't remember. It Maybe. might not have been like the final quali lap, but I'm pretty sure there was some laps that were the same. The thing is, I can I can get down with two people maybe getting it, but three, three people is getting nuts. the same is, Who are is they? ridiculous. Why does my phone say it's midnight? Oh, it's nine. Oh, fucking hell. I thought it was midnight. No, the pod would have been late then. No, Jesus, no late pods this year. Happy no, Monday, everyone. Absolutely not. Jacques Villeneuve in first, Michael Schumacher in second, and H. Frentzen, who I don't know who that is, uh, in third. Sorry to anyone who I've just offended, but I've got no idea who H. Frentzen is. 
I think we're a long way off by about offending people saying names wrong, mate. They would be doing that for years. <laughs> We've been doing that for ages. But people would have just realised that when you said that, by the way. Yes, we are recording this three hours before it's going out. I don't know how people imagine this is recorded or when we do it. Yeah, it's nine o'clock on a Sunday. It's nine o'clock Sunday night and we're pumping out an episode. Like, why not? We both had a busy Sunday. It's a perfect time to sit down, go through the news and spit a load of shit. It's the way that it goes. Here's another one for you. Daniel Ricciardo has more wins from outside the top three grid slot than Michael Schumacher and Sebastian Vettel combined. Wow. Wow. That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, but is that because the other Michael Schumacher wouldn't have ever been outside yeah. of the top three yeah, grid probably slot? Probably and same with Seb Vettel. And yeah, they would have been too far up. That's probably why. Kimi Raikkonen holds the record for most starts from P4, P5 and P6 of all time. Wow. That's ridiculous. But he's got like, what, over 300 race starts or something ridiculous like that? He also bankrupted a team just because he got so many bonuses, didn't he? Yeah, and put a glove on tennis hand blue. He did. And kicked down Mark (laughs) Priestley's door. Fucking smash door! (laughs) Yeah, fucking smash door! I've got a couple left for you. Jensen Jensen Button scored... Hang on, let me go again. Can't even get this thing up. Jensen Button scored one or more podiums in 19 different circuits, but none of them on his home soil at Silverstone. Jensen Button never got it on his home soil. So I'd love to know during that season with Braun, when he won the championship, uh, who won the British Grand Prix that year? I don't know who it was. I should probably know that. I'm not, um, uh, well, you shouldn't. I shouldn't know, know that. that at all. No. no way. No, definitely not. I mean, there'll be someone out there that will say, how can you guys have an F1 podcast if you don't know? Someone went mad at me in the TikTok comments because I didn't know what V-carb meant. Someone put, someone replied to our thing about what's going to be the biggest scandal saying it's going to be when every team moans about V-carb. Do you know what V-carb is? Something to do with carbon. Mate, no. It's the nickname for Alpha Tauri Red Bull Skype Sauber's new car. You know like how it's W14. Yeah. V-carb or something is then. How on earth am I meant to know that? Oh, oh God. But, oh, you can't, be a, you can't be an F1 purist then, mate. I know, exactly. But how, where I'm going with how it. How dare you? So, so, so there is absolutely no way that you could ever enjoy an F1 race True. if you didn't know the car was called V-carb. I know. How could you ever sit and watch it? <laughs> I know. You're living a lie. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> but where I'm going with it, he did actually say that this guy reckons every team on the grid is going to complain after the first couple of races about their car because of the amount of parts they're taking off last year's Red Bull. That, and then he got loads of likes. You're so talking I about think, the Alpha Tauri? Yeah. I thought you were talking about Alpha Romeo's Yeah, take. fuck it. Let's just call him Alpha Tauri. It's way too difficult. Yeah. 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 He's basically saying that Alpha Tauri are going to use so many parts of last year's Red Bull that all the teams are going to complain with the first couple of races. Because mm. did you know they've also moved their factory? Have they? Yeah, Alpha Tauri is now all the way over here in Milton Keynes. Used to be in Forenza. And now it's here. Oh, it is over here. Yeah, yeah. I know, because we saw Yuki out in... So they're in, just going to be popping yeah, in a taxi, walking around to the garage, grabbing a fucking turbo off the shelf, taking it home and sticking it in Danny Ricardo's car, aren't they? Mate, if there's anything that I've learned is that there's a lot of people who like to pipe up pre-season as if they know everything about Formula One. Mm. And we do it as well, yeah. you know? But everyone knows that we don't know shit. Mm. Okay, we just take wild guesses most of the time. But there's a lot of people out there who think they know everything and then the season the fans, comes mate. around and then there's and then there's mate, crazy shit that happens fans. throughout the year. We speak for the fans. I speak for myself. Okay, I speak for myself. But I also think we speak in, into the existence of what people want to happen. I think the majority of people would rather with someone like McLaren went and won the World 
championship. Do we really think that McLaren are probably going to win? You know, we don't really think it. We just like to fucking believe that it might happen. Well, mate, I don't know about you, but the crystal ball is bright orange in my room. <laughs> we like to dream. We <laughs> like to dream. The 1961 Dutch Grand Prix, which was 75 laps, is the only full-length race with no pit stops at all. How did they do no pit stops? What, there was no regulation to do a pit stop? I guess not. I didn't go that far into finding that out, but yeah, there you go. Well, that's an interesting... Is that all your facts? That's all of my notes, yeah. That's Another thing is, Moonpeaks just reminded me it's my mum's birthday in a couple of days. Well, you better get that card over, over there then. Yeah, thank God for Moonpeak. <laughs> I love you, mum. I think in Formula One, they should remove the radio chat being able to be linked to the other teams. I don't think the other teams should be able to hear the radios. Because if you think about it, right now, they have to be so like private and use secret codes and stuff because everyone's listening. But ultimately, if you couldn't hear anything the other teams were doing, surely it would mix the race up loads because then you wouldn't know when they're going to pit. Well, you wouldn't was, know when there was never team radios back in the day. Yeah. So why, why is it such a, you, we know how it is now in the factories, they have teams just listening, yeah. just listening to everyone's radios and then reporting back. Do you know what is exciting about that though? Is that you take, you take a sport like football, for instance, where, you can't really change the sport. I'd say, I don't know anything about football, but I'd say VR, VAR. VR. VAR. Yeah, virtual reality of football, mate. Yeah. What has been the biggest change in football in decades and, yeah. and there hasn't been any other change because you can't change the rules of football. However, with Formula One, you know, you can take that away at some point. They could. They could yeah, they do could. that. They genuinely could. could do that. You know, they could, they could take away the interference from, you know, when Michael Massey was causing all that shit in 2021. You, they've, t they've taken that away. You can change tires. You can change the car. There's so much that you can change about Formula One that, you know, if ever it gets to a point where they're clutching for straws and it's just not what the formula isn't working, no pun intended, no. <laughs> bitch. Uh, if the formula is not working, then there's something that you can change. That's, to me, that's exciting. That's, that's probably the most exciting thing about the sport. Yeah, you are right as well, though. There is benefits to it, I think. I think it makes the sport good in a way when they can hear each other's radios because they pit at the same time. So that's undercut, overcut. But then maybe with the way it's going and with how, you know, there's all these big gaps at the moment, maybe, mm. it, maybe it would just make it really interesting if no one had any idea what anyone else was doing. Yeah. Maybe it could be good. Breaking news. Come on, hit me. And this is actually breaking. I know what you're going to say as well. What am I going to say? Oli Behrman. Nope. Oh, shit. It's I not Oli Behrman. We'll get yet. there. That's breaking, though. That know. is breaking. <laughs> Formula One have applied for a new trademark for a new race in Chicago. Formula One are looking to race in Chicago. The trademark application went in less than 24 hours ago. Isn't that interesting? A fourth American race. What's your initial thoughts? That's a lot of races in America. That is a lot of races in America. Do we know what kind of, is it going to be, a, a, I guess it's going to be a street circuit. Well, the rumor is it's going to be an underground triathlon race where they stop halfway, get out, cycle, swim. <laughs> See, they listen to the pod, I told you. <laughs> Bit of mini golf. Uh, no, yeah, basically, I don't know what track it's going to be, but someone sounds found like the it's, screenshot of the, it going in it sounds like it's going to be a street track yeah it's officially in they've requested the trademark for the f1 oh come on wait what is that oh, no, that's mate, made no, mate, on paint just, mate it's all over google trust me this is just one screenshot it's true a fourth american race you said that would be too many american races i kind of agree i think 
Like maybe four over there is a bit much. The thing is, you know, America is so big and it's so vastly different in different parts of America that you go to that then you can afford to have more races there. It's not going to be like a Vegas. It's not going to be like a Miami. It's not going to be like a, you know, an Austin. But then there's also a really big benefit to them always looking at putting in new tracks because I give Vegas a big benefit of the doubt. Everyone said it was going to be shit and we always say it was one of the best races last year. Surely all these new tracks should be built to be amazing races. Otherwise, mm. what's the point in doing them? Mm. So maybe that I'm adding a new track or bringing in all these new circuits like Madrid, which is now being confirmed. You'd expect that it's going to be amazing, really. Mm. And it should be built for the 2026 regulations. Look, listen, right. We, where we live right now, without giving away our location too much, there has been rumours because we're, we live, you know, quite close to the Formula E circuit. Yeah. There's been rumours that they want to do the F1 in London around this Docklands area. The oh, okay. I'm not going to give away our location. I'm not going to say where we live. The Formula E is right at our doorstep in the Docklands area. I didn't say that so it's on our doorstep. We live in West London at Shepherd's Bush, <laughs> Westfield. <laughs> Look, you'd have to be a, like a real diehard pit stop listener to want to search the whole of Docklands. Bro, they came to our fucking door. <laughs> yeah, they did. People the two young lads on our came door. to our door. They actually came, they managed to make it through the ground, the ground That's floor crazy. door, up the lift and to our actual door. And then what did they actually they acted like they needed something. They said, they? Oh, yeah, oh, we're just looking for our mate. I was like, yeah, no, he doesn't live here, lads. I'm sorry. And then they fucked off. And then like five minutes later, I got a DM saying, oh, I thought I recognised oh, you. Oh, mate. You're that, the guy from the That <laughs> is bad. <laughs> that is bad when people know where you live. Trust me. I know. Maybe we'll bleep it, but. No, no, we should leave it in. Either no. way, either way, you know, they've spoken that there maybe be rumours about them. And I would love it because, you know, we could sell premium hospitality <laughs> tickets to the pit stop paddock club you can see it from a fucking balcony all right three, special guests three grand a ticket i'll cook you fucking breakfast <laughs> lunch and dinner we got plenies and champagne i'll give you a foot rub just give me your money <laughs> <laughs> we have joked about that loads as well. oh, i'm being deadly serious mate i'd love it look at my slippers by the way I, yeah nice i do think if they're going to look at four races over there i think we need another one in england yeah and, and i think, I think it, london london street circuit would be banging would be but i also think it would be quite hard to do in london i actually don't think where we live is the right place for it at all no but that's what makes it amazingly exciting because you know monaco isn't the right place for a modern day formula one car mm. and it's still you know they kind of make it work anyway one of the they? best the best circuits on the calendar so it is what it is but I mean, the roads are big around here, mate. Then they're making them wider because mm. they're doing the tunnel and everything else. They should else. leave the speed bumps there. Can you imagine if they went through Blackwall Tunnel? <laughs> oh my God. Through that the new tunnel good. they're building as well. <laughs> Very nice. Who would be sick? You do one. <laughs> it's murder on the dance floor. Ollie Behrman is the new Ferrari reserve driver. Mega for the teenager. Mega. Let's For the teenager. Go. Quoted from the Sky Sports report. I just can't believe it. That geezer is a million percent going to be a Ferrari driver. I think he goes Haas for a bit and then Ferrari driver. I think Haas is his first F1 seat. Did you predict him to join halfway through this season? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I think you did, did you? Probably. I've yeah, said a lot yeah, of shit. You said K-Mag out and barely If he does, I did. If he does, he I would sh I'd shit my little pants if Ollie Berman joined halfway through this season. He's a million percent going to be an F1 driver, isn't he? It'd be great. I'd love it, mate. Did I you know this is the first season in F1 history that there's not been a driver change? Did you know that? In the F1 first season. In F1 history? The first season in F1 history, there has not been a driver change this year. Wow. 
Crazy. There's still time. Why do you think that is? There's still time. No, not now. I don't think. Why do I think that is? I think most teams have a reason to keep their drivers. Mm. Mainly because most of their contracts are up at the end of next year. So, you know, why... Mm, I don't know, actually, because this sport is all about money and it's cutthroat and I if they need to get is, rid of someone... I reckon that's why. Do you? I reckon so many of them are in, like, contracts where, think, with, like, brands that sponsor the drivers. Yeah. And they, like, can't just release because it would, like, lose so much income. Yeah, like, um, yeah, Piastri would never get let go, but he's got the quadlock thing, hasn't he? The quadlock brand. Yeah. Yeah, which is that it's the thing. Like I think it I, keeps, don't, I can't remember what it is. Like, I think it keeps. I your, thought it was a phone case. Yeah, it keeps your phone on your on your arm while you're exercising. So Dragon Quadlock pay for his whole seat. <laughs> yeah, or maybe the guy that owns, or the woman that owns Quadlock, or maybe Mark Webber and Ann Webber. Mark like, Webber fishing it out my pocket. Ears, you haven't said Mark Webber in season three yet. I oh, know. Sorry, season two. I shouldn't jump the gun too much, should I? Who's this is, guy? Sorry, these are just my dodgy websites. I'm just clicking through trying to make sure I got everything. Oh. The Australian Grand Prix, we have listeners in Australia. I feel like we should talk about it. They've banned people going on the track after the race now. Why? Because of last year's safety concerns. People did get quite near to the cars. It's a big shame because one of the most exciting things about the races, as we've seen it in Malar Silverstone, yeah. is when people get on the track after the race. At every race, pretty much. It's been banned in Australia now. But how can they get close to the cars? Because the cars are off track. Last year, there was a few situations where some people got too close to the cars at the end of the race. Like they'd started to kind of make their way, I'm, I think. Mm. So it's a bit of a shame for Alice's in Australia. If anyone is listening and will be attending and has a thought on this, send us a DM. We'll go for it in the next episode. Albert Park, what a circuit though. Mm. That's one of those, those uh, street circuits where it's like it's almost not a street circuit in a way. It doesn't yeah. feel like one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Drive Survive. 23rd of February, two days after my birthday. Season six is coming. Me and Fab are wondering whether we're going to be in it. Maybe in the background of Qatar, Oscar Piastri's sprint, we might be in it. That's probably the best bet, isn't it? We had some risky conversations in that paddock in Qatar, and we were constantly looking over our shoulder just in case everyone was, had a mic I mean, over a mic head. over us probably would have been some of the best footage they've had all season. Oh, I know. They, drive Survive, you missed out. You, you really did miss out there. That would have been mega. It's a shame, but hey ho, there's always next year. Well, that's a little bit of spice in today's episode, then, isn't it? It really is, and we got forty minutes into this. We're well, doing l- longer episodes this time. Yeah, we're just warming up. This isn't even season three yet. It's going to look great, season three. Background's going to be pretty. Guests are going to be great. Yeah. The racing is going to be amazing. Yeah, our predictions are going to be dead accurate. You're looking fabulous as well. Just to let you know. Thank you. Just so, just, I don't know what it is, 2024 glow up, I think. Actually, well, you know what? I reckon you're having a bit of a glow up as well. Oi, I, 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 I didn't want to say, but you pulled it out of me. I have been going to the gym. Oh my so, God, you're getting me riled up. There you go. There Turn you these go. cameras off now. Turn the mics <laughs> off. Ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed another episode. This, we're just, this is just the start of the year. There's so much we want to achieve this year. We want you to come along with us, mm-hmm. embrace it. It's going to be a fun, long, exciting journey. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for, for coming back at the start of this this year with us. Yeah. And make sure you send us your predictions. Our Instagram's at Pitstop. In our last episode, we went for ours. Let us know who you think is going to win. Constructors, World Drivers Championship. We will reach out to people and have that episode where we get people's predictions for the season. Yes. We said we'd do that, but there's no point rushing it. We still have a month till the first race. So we yeah, might as well and get I want as them, many as I we can. I want them to voice note as well. Yeah, voice notes. Because I love playing the good. voice notes out. Maybe we can get some of your voice notes as well. 
But thank you very much for listening. Happy Monday. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. We'll be back on Thursday with some more breaking Formula One news or breaking dodgy, or dodgy yeah. rumors that we can find on the internet. <laughs> God, we do chat some shit. I hope you guys enjoy it. Some of it, because some of it comes true, mate. Some so, of it. It's a shot in the dark, but sometimes we come out on top. Other times we don't. No. But it's okay. We're it's okay. About, what I worry about is someone hearing something on our pod and then going to like the pub or something and being like, did you know Carlos Sainz is joining Audi in 2026? And then it just never happens and no one ever talks about it. I, lo- I love that. I love that. I because love, if, any, if, that? Anyone, if anyone's <laughs> stupid enough to take anything that we say and actually tell it to their mates, then, uh, you're, then just you're a as, legend. You're just as stupid as us. And so I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pit Stop. See you guys on Thursday. Goodbye. Goodbye. taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code welcome 10 for ten dollars off your first purchase get ten dollars off your first purchase with code welcome 10 at caskers.com